Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody you're listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey mm, got a radio show man oh man oh man grateful for it comes with a huge amount of responsibility i didn't really know i was gonna have to be this responsible you know um can i share something with y'all i started out um to finally i had gotten on track and was able to see a way to even uh pursue my dream it has been a long, a long trip that I've been on, and I've gone through so many phases of it. It it is rewarding along the way to accomplish your dreams. What I'm saying is this: let, let me let me put it together because I got so much running through my head right now. 
you know, it's it's one thing to accomplish your dream, but there's joy in the process of achieving it. See, some people are so caught up in the goal, the final goal, that they find no joy, no enjoyment in the process. If you have found what it is you want to do and you strike out on that journey, please understand you are far more blessed than the average person. Do you understand that? To know what it is you really want to do to find your work in life, your purpose, to find out what direction you want to go in is such a blessing. The average person, if you sit down and talk to them, oftentimes don't have their life on track. And it'd be some people that you look at that you think got it going on because of their appearance, their swagger. Oh, they walk like it. They talk like it. They look like it. But if you sit down and talk to the average person, the average person, man, does not know what their purpose is, has not discovered what they want to do, and have no idea how to get there. If you are on the other side of that, if you understand your purpose, if you have an idea of what you want to be, and you are on your way there, you are truly blessed. And in that blessing, you must recognize it as a blessing. You must recognize the fact that you are, you are on the right side and that there should be a sense of accomplishment and a feeling of pride in you that you are on track to accomplish your goal. See, what used to happen was sometimes I used to keep my nose so on the grindstone that I wouldn't even look up and realize, man, hey, man, I know you're trying to get here, but Steve, hold on, man. Can't you see what you've done so far? Can't you find just some joy in the process? See, a lot of us lose the joy of the blessings God has given us because we're looking at the end talking about I ain't there yet. you on your way. I'm going to give you an example. I had a friend who told me that they wanted to be a millionaire, and they asked me some questions, and I told them. So they started the process. And I am telling you, this dude works extremely hard. So about a year later, we were talking. He had found this business. He had uh, set his goal, and he was working towards it. Then about two years later, I ran up into him again. We were talking about it and everything. He said, man, I really, really appreciate the advice. He said, Man, but this is this is it's all jacked up, man, because I still ain't made that million I was talking about. I said, Well, hey man, just just keep at it. It's coming. He said, Man, keep at it. Man, you know how long I've been doing this? And and I, I got quiet because yeah, I know exactly how long you've been doing. Been two years now. And I didn't say that to him, but I said to myself, Yeah, two years. He said, Man, I've been grinding so long, man, it just it ain't happening for me. I said, wait a minute, man. Hold hold on. Hold on. I said, about how much you making right now a year? Man, about 250000 I, I I quit breathing. I said, well, my man, two years ago, <laughs> you didn't have a clue. Two years later, you making a quarter of a million dollars? I said, man, do you understand how blessed you are? I said, man, 
your family was about to get put out two years ago. You done bought a house? Yeah, man, but this ain't the house I really want. Oh, 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 oh partner, whoa, I got that. I got that. House you really want, Mike? Mike call five, eight million. I don't know. But, man, y'all got a house. You making a payments. You driving. You ain't out no more. I said, hold on, man, you got to stop. I said, you got to stop. I said, man, because right now, man, you, you coming across as real ungrateful to me. So I know God, who has done all this for you, got to be looking at you with his own folded. But then he God, so he probably handling it all together different. I was just speculating with it. And so he said, man, why you tripping like that, man? Man, you act like don't nobody want to have nothing but you. I said, whoa, man, where you going with this conversation? I said, oh, I didn't come to you. I just came to you and asked you how you doing. And I'm trying to point out to you that the journey that you started on, that you are on your way and you are in the process of accomplishing your goals and can you not feel some joy and some pleasure in your accomplishment? Quit tripping on the fact that you ain't made a million yet. You on your way. You done went from, your, he thought this dude was making $15,000 a year. You making quarter of a million dollars in two years, man. Come on, man. Can't you see? Can't you see? So he said eventually, Ah, man, I kind of see what you're saying, but that ain't about nothing to me because I ran up into him a year and a half later. How you doing, man? Man, I sure wish I'd appreciated my life when I had it like that. I said, what you mean had it like that? Man, just fell on some hard times, man. I'm right back where I was. And then we talked. I said, hey, man, don't worry about it. I said, once you know how to accomplish something, I said, you just reapply the same principles and start on over again. Man, you know how hard it is to be to start over? Okay, my man, hold up, partner. You finna do yourself like this again? First, you wasn't grateful for what you had. Now you're looking at the fact that you might have to start over, and you know how hard it is to start over. But you have the knowledge, the principles, and you got a little bit of money to go on and get it going again. I said, man, don't keep doing this to yourself. I said, man, you ain't grateful no matter what God do for you. So what you need to do, partner, stop, reassess yourself. The fact that you were not grateful in the first place, could that be the reason where, you know, man, maybe I'm not calling it because I ain't God. I do not know how he think, nor do I claim to know. But let's just imagine for a moment. Let's just say maybe for a moment, maybe God said, okay, you ain't happy with this? Okay, then handle it your way. You obviously ain't happy with the way I'm bringing it into your life. You want to handle it your way, go ahead and handle it. Because he will let you have it your way. Can I tell you that? He will let you do it exactly the way you want to it because he gives us all the power of choice. So then maybe he said, okay, you don't appreciate the way I'm doing it. You don't like the favor I'm showing you. You think it's taking too long. I'm going to let you do it your way. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm just going to let you do it your way. Just, just say maybe he said that. And now he right back where he was. So what I tried to get the young cat to understand was, man, appreciate your life for what it is. Because like um, Life Jennings got that song that he got out off this album, Still I Still Believe. It could have been worse. And now that it is worse, what's on your mind now? Folks, if you are on that side of life where you have figured out what you want to do, you know how you're going to get there and you know your purpose, you're accomplishing what the majority of people never, ever do. So be grateful for your process. Don't tumble yourself. Don't throw yourself off the cliff. It's going to be all right. Success takes a measure of time. It is not easy. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. All right, y'all. 
I'm sorry this morning if I sounded a little all over the place and a little jumbled, but that's how it came to me. So, you know, uh, y'all keep your head up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, listen to me. You are listening to the Bad and Morning Show. What kind of team is it, Jay? Championship team, You baby. better know it, man. This is radio live, vivid, and in color. All day, every day. Technicolor. Today's <laughs> show is dedicated to unhappy people. Oh, that's a good Dog one. Doggone it, listen to this up, show Pam? and Uh-oh. get yourself some. <laughs> unhappy people. John Moore. Yeah. We're naming names. The dude I grew up with, John Moore, better known as Onion. This oh. show is dedicated for your miserable age. Unhappy. Stayed okay. unhappy. And you called him Onion because what? <laughs> Always something wrong, man. Kelvin Sanders. What's happening, boy? Tommy, who you got always unhappy? Larry Rockamo. Unhappy-ass Larry. Jay, who you know? Some of my ex-wives, you know who you are. Talk amongst yourselves. Pick one out. (laughs) Pick one. Pick. Yeah. I don't want to call nobody's name, but one of them was really unhappy. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. It don't really matter which one. No, it don't matter to me. They're just going to be talking about you. (laughs) Carla, you know somebody unhappy? Yes, I do. But they're listening, so I can't get specific. Go ahead. Who is it? Well, paint a picture, Carla. Yeah. My ex. Oh, I know who we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tommy and Junior name. know my ex just miserable. We own in Houston now. We all know him. You <laughs> know him too, huh? Let's not speak if of him I knew again. his name would be said. <laughs> That's how I know I don't know him. So you call his name. Well, if you don't think I shoot it out, boy, right now, that arrow be on the way. That arrow would be in the eye on his way to Houston. Just At un- some damn radio station. Unhappy. Yep. I know yep. that. <laughs> I just don't know a name, but the moment I can connect the name, his ass fitting to get it. <laughs> Messing with my girl, Carla. I protect her. It's your punk ass. <laughs> Carla, Carla, Carla handled it, though, Steve. She keyed that car with the gas. Shirley, sugar in that Who tank. Who you like Carla. to dedicate Do this show to? Do we have to name names? Shirley, don't get John Moe. <laughs> Kelvin Sand. Tommy. My baby mama. Oh. <laughs> you starting to go off track. You said Larry Rockamo. Just stay. Stay right there. Don't 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 let Jay suck you in this track. <laughs> who else? <sighs> I tell you who I think is. Oh, I'm a boss. <laughs> oh yeah. Who who's that? Huh? This One show is dedicated to the TJMS. You can't do that, man. No. What did you do? See, man. I like Come that. On, See. I like that. <laughs> See what, Jay? See? Yeah. <laughs> he just goes there, doesn't he? Man. Oh, my goodness. So much shade. <laughs> no. Jay gone. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That is bad. <laughs> All right, listen, oh, we oh, got to oh. get out of here. Uh, Shirley, coming up you, next. You avoided the question. I did. Coming up next, something funny. Uh, 
And and we're going to ask the CEO. The CEO is going to tell us when we come back at 32 oh, after okay, the hour. Cool. Well, All right. You ready, CEO? We missed CEO? Boss's Day. We did. We, oh, we did. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with something funny. Uh, Steve, you want our listeners to know that your staff acts just like the folks at their job. At their job, I should say. And you know what? We missed Boss's Day. So. We apologize. Yeah, we're yeah. sorry. We're sorry. Oh, happy belated, Boss's really, Day. Yeah, happy belated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. 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 You're the best yeah. CEO ever. Yeah, you are. The best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. better. Nope. Nobody better. Nope. Anybody nope. think nope. about being better, they can't do it. They Forget do about it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> As my mom used to say, what? Seriously? <laughs> she blew her lips. <laughs> For real? <laughs> and we, we, we just really sorry. We're in a good place. How can, how can we forget Boston We forgot Day, guys. Boston. We I so did busy. not. Really? Oh, my goodness. Was we supposed to buy him something? Well, I mean, well, just look, acknowledging. At least, just acknowledging. Yeah, at least say yeah. something. I mean, come on. Happy yeah. Boss Day. Happy Boss Day. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that, yeah. you didn't mean that, Tommy. You yeah, that wasn't from the heart. That wasn't from the heart. What you want from like the a throwaway. You got nothing to say to us? You going to say something? Yeah. yeah you, well, why are you so quiet? Yeah. Let us begin. <laughs> you're, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Here no, we I ain't no welcome because you forgot Boss's Day. But I tell you what, you know, there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And listen to this radio show mm-hmm. every day. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somehow they think it's a different working environment than theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they just think, oh, y'all having so much fun over there. <laughs> they do think well, that. Well, but mm-hmm. let me tell you. What? As the CEO, mm-hmm. I can tell you for a fact that this radio show is very much like the place you work at every day. They don't know it, though, huh? They don't know oh, it. I'm going to go down some facts. Okay. I'm going to show you how this radio show is just like where you work. Y'all ready? I'm, we're ready. Come on, ready. I'm going into the CEO voice. Okay. Now, just like your job. <laughs> just like your job. We got someone here on this radio show who mm. thinks they smarter than the ball. <laughs> oh, man. Now, down at your job, they don't say who it is. But on this here job, I do. And we have several people who think they smarter than the boss on this job. Right here. First of all, Mississippi Monica think her ass is smarter than everybody in here because she got these two damn degrees. <laughs> That's for start. You calling names, huh? I'm calling names, because they don't do that on your job. Uh-huh. But I'm blasting. She thinks she's smarter than everybody down here. Uh-huh. Now, just like your job, uh-huh. we got someone who thinks they do all the work. <laughs> and everybody else just sitting on their butt. Don't nobody work like me. I'm the hardest worker in here. Who is that? I can't do all this. Who is that? Okay. Y'all putting pressure on me. That's Carl. That's Carl. That's Carl for real. Yes. You ain't finna work her ass. And every time you ask her something, you finna hear how hard it is. That's it. Y'all just get your ass ready. Oh, oh man. Yeah, this is CEO. Y'all want me to do the bit? Here it go. And just like on your job, we got somebody here who mm. thinks they too good to be here. 
I'm so good, I should be somewhere. I don't know why I deal with y'all. Right, we all know who that is. <laughs> that is bougie. Yeah. That's shit. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> now, let's just go on and keep on before she get mad. <laughs> just like on your job, uh -huh. we got somebody here just happy as hell. <laughs> I don't care what happened. They just happy. Now, I'm not going to say who it is, yes, you can. but damn it, it's Junior. <laughs> Junior just happy to be here. He don't give a damn. What you want to do, Unc? <laughs> I'm your man. Let's go, huh? <laughs> oh, man. It's just like somebody on your job. We got somebody work here that just by talking to it, you think they come from wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You know, a sense of entitlement. Yeah. They, they way more than they really are. Y'all got somebody like that on your job? Damn job that yeah, one. Well, we got his ass here, too. Yeah. Come on. His name is Tommy. <laughs> or nephew Tommy. Or Thomas Ma. Depends on which day of royalty he come in here with. Oh, Just like on your job. Oh, man. We got somebody here uh -oh. that hate every day. <laughs> Just hate, 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 hate. I ain't gonna say the only thing he like is white women. <laughs> Need I say more? No, no, he's got him no. on the show, J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh, and just like your job, uh -huh. they all talk about the boss behind their back. Not us. Not him. Oh, no. Yeah, you do. No, we would never do that. that. Yeah, I'm not gonna say who it is, but. The Biggest ones that talk about me behind my back uh, uh, who is, that? is the three musketeers. Uh -oh. oh. That's Shirley, Tommy, and Carl. Oh, they go to dinner. Today. Oh, they be on trips sitting next to each other. Can you believe he they right there? That's why Coach Tommy get the middle seat. They don't even ask for extra leg room for Tommy in the middle. The money's rich. Oh, we they just care. talk about my ass like a dog. Like a Why? Because Tommy buying them food. <laughs> All the food and drinks on Tommy. <laughs> yeah, and that's how our job work down here. It's just like your job. Just uh, like your job. Oh, good Man. job, CEO. Good Man. job. Mr. Thomas. Happy Boss's Day. Oh, that was great. Happy Boss Day, man. Yeah. Or yeah, nephew Boss Tommy. Or Tommy. Oh, my God. Depends. Depends on Boston released it all. Oh, Mississippi Monica showed and think she was going to get this. But her little smart ass, that little genius sitting over there. We all right, coming up like next. You. I know, right? Nephew Tommy is in the building with Run That Prank Back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's headlines and national news. But come on, nephew, it is time to run that prank back. Doctor's visit is what it is, Shirley. Doctor's <laughs> visit. Get on in there and get checked out. Doctor's visit. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, a Roger Belton, please. He's not here. May I take a message? Um, my name is uh, uh, Mark. 
ma'am. I'm calling from the I'm clinic sorry, from it. Dr. Robert Goodman. Turn that office. music down. Hold on. I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I'm okay, sorry. I'm trying to reach Roger. He's not here. Okay. I'm calling from uh, from the clinic from Dr. Robert office and uh -huh. I'm trying to get some information to him. When will he, do you know when he'll actually be in? No, actually, I don't. Um, is everything okay? Uh, well, you know, everything's fine. I mean, not, nothing that can't be handled. Uh, but um, we, we're trying to actually get some information to him so that uh -huh. uh, he can actually come back in for the results. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know when I can – he's supposed to be here now. So I'm not sure when I can tell you he's going to be back. Okay. Who, who am I – I'm sorry. I, I didn't ask you earlier, ma'am. Who am I actually speaking with? This is his girlfriend. Uh, and your name is? Jan. Jan, okay. So, uh, Jan, you don't. You say you don't know. You have. You don't have an idea when he'll be back. No. You, you're starting to make me kind of get a little concerned, though. No, no, no. Wow. Okay. I tell you what. This is the number that he actually left us to give him a call on his results, and we're not getting an answer. I don't have another number on hand. Do you have any a specific time I can actually call back and and maybe I'll get him? I, again, I'm a. You, you're making my my stomach is getting nervous right now. What what is what is the problem? Well, actually, you know uh, what it is, ma'am, is, is Mr. Roger came in for uh, to take a few tests and he took some tests and we actually have the results in and we'd actually really like for him to come well, back. I don't know anything about. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't know anything about any tests. He he hasn't told me anything about going to a clinic or anything like that. I see. So what what kind of tests are you talking about? Well, I mean, uh, ma'am, I'm not I'm really not at liberty to give you any kind of information unless you're actually on the paperwork. So, I, you know, it's not even something that I can discuss unless the patient has signed off that uh, you are the next of kin or the person that can we can well, actually give I'm, the information to. You, you do understand pretty, that, don't you? I, I do, and, I, and I'm pretty certain. I mean, the way we operate in this household, I'm pretty certain that, that I'm on the, the paperwork. So would you please go uh, Let me pull up Roger's stuff sure. and, uh, on computer here, and I'll see what I – give me one second, please. Sure. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Now, let me scroll down for next of kin. Okay, I got a Janice – That is me. I mean, everybody calls me Jan, but that's me, Janice Wow. Okay, Miss. Tell me your name again. I'm sorry. What's your name again? Mark. Mark. This is, like this I is, said, I'm the clerk here Mark. at Doctor uh, Robert's office, and I guess I am at liberty to tell you what's going on. Please do. Mr. Uh, Roger came in and took uh, some STD test. STD. Yes, and and I guess at this point I should just maybe both of you guys should come in, and wait so a we can treat wait you a minute. both, what and you, everybody and everybody minute, will be fine. No, 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 no. I need you to finish what you were just saying. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, ma'am. What has happened is he's been diagnosed with um, as well as you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Okay, just I'm not hearing this. I am not. Hang on a second. That means, you, do you right understand now. what that means? Do you understand that he lives in my household? Do you understand that that means that he has been dipping somewhere else? Because I have been not doing anything that would even come close to bringing something to him like that. So it's apparent that this man has been outside of my household and doing what he has no business doing and bringing it back in. Ma'am, ma so I'm, I'm not at liberty to make any accusations like that. I cannot say anything like that. All I can say is I'd like for both of you, you know, it'd be good for both of no. you guys to come in no, and get no, no, no. treated. Let me tell you, let me this is something treatable. It is curable. Um, I don't you know, care it, about it being treatable or curable. What I care about is the fact that he apparently has been somewhere with some trick and brought something back home to my household. That's what I care about. And I, I do understand that, Miss Janice. I do. 
But you have to understand my position and what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to reach out and, and... Well, listen, you happen to call my household. You just happen to have to be on the end. You're on the other side of it. I'm sorry you're getting most of it. But I tell you what, what you need to do is you need to make him an appointment, and I will meet him there. Uh, he will be wait, 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 when he wait, sees wait, wait. my face. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry? You need to make him an appointment to come out to take a look at these results you're talking about, and guess who will show up at the door before he gets there? Me. That's I think it would be, do. I mean, since you're the Mexican, wouldn't it be better for you just to, Listen. to tell him what's going on since I've explained no. it to you? No, this is the plan. You need to give him, you need to give him a call. I'm going to give you a cell phone number. You yes, have a pen. I, yes, I have a pen. Okay, I got it. Okay. You call him and set a 12 noon appointment. Trust me when I tell you, when he walks through that door and sees my face, he will know. Okay, okay, but Ms. Janet, I'm not trying to create chaos in our clinic. That's, that's, not, that's not the purpose that's of this all call. I want to talk about the call is to, to let Mr. Roderick know that we need him to come actually into the building. I could give two about a call. All I know is you make that appointment, I will get there before he gets there, and it's on. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to roll. I do you um, understand me? Hey, hey Ms. 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 Janice, I can't allow any chaos to be going on in the building. I cannot allow that. Let right me now, tell you you're, something. You're creating Let chaos. me tell you something. I don't care. I could care less about what you feel about it and what you can and can't I do. I'm not that, interested. Ms., 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 All I'm telling you is you call my household. I understand that, but I call as looking not, for Mr. Roger. Uh-uh, you called his soon-to-be wife. I, was, you know what? Correction. Correction. Soon-to-not-be-wife. Okay, okay. I got one more thing I do need to tell you, though, Miss Janet. You know what? I can't deal with another thing. I swear to God, don't tell me okay. anything else. Uh, but I do have a, a one piece of information that I do I need to... I just made the appointment. That's all I care about. You made the appointment. I will make the appointment, but I need you to ask for somebody when you come to the clinic. I need you to ask for one person, and then they will take care of you. Who, who do I need to ask for? Okay, you need to ask for Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, because that's who I am. You just got pranked by your husband, Roger. You know what? Oh, my. Tommy. 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 I listen to you every morning. I said, no. Oh, my goodness. I am so embarrassed. And wait till I see right. Tommy. Are you all right? Oh, my gosh. I am extreme. I am over. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I can't believe you did that to me. Hey, I, got, I got one more thing I got to ask you. Okay. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The one I wake up to every morning, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what y'all think? Somebody <laughs> give me some feedback. Thank you, ignorant. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. Well, but see, that, but, I, but I want that, though. That's what I'm Well, you got it, sir. You definitely got it. All right. All right. <laughs> Stupid and ignorant all yeah. at the same time. Gotta have hey, it it's here. going down tonight. Memphis, Tennessee, Mama's Boy is in the building. Make sure you get your tickets. Tonight we got a show at 8 o'clock, and we got two shows tomorrow night, 3 o'clock and 8 o'clock, Memphis, Tennessee. Come see your boy uh, and uh, and Johnny Gill and Robin. Gill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, Tommy, all uh, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah. Hey, man, how's Robin doing? <laughs> Rob, Rob, Robin. Robin's doing great. You, you, you yeah. ask every Why don't you days. get Robin to call him? Man. That would make his day. That really would, Tommy. Can't you want to talk to Robin? Call no damn body. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all talking about? <laughs> Robin ain't even talking. What? <laughs> you ain't heard nothing about him and Robin talking. <laughs> 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 you think he's going to get Robin to call you? <laughs>
<laughs> You're right, Uncle. He ain't got it like that with Robin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you ain't heard nothing about it. him and Robin talking. <laughs> See, it ain't like him, Shirley, and Carl. Yeah. Oh, no. He uh, ain't at lunch with Shirley Murdoch and Robin Givens and Jack Hay. Right. They see his little ass at rehearsal, and that's it. Miss Ann is coming up next uh, with today's national uh, news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump denies offending fallen soldiers' families. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about this. It's been all over the news. The White House says President Trump was completely respectful in a phone call to one of the grieving military widows. According to the Washington Post, one of the falling soldiers, uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson's mother, said yes, President Trump did disrespect her son during that call. Kawanda Jones-Johnson went on to say that President Trump sarcastically told her son's widow that he must have known what he signed up for. Not to mention that the president never even referred to her son by name. And that is something that reportedly stuck out to his widow, Maisha. She was crying the whole time, Jones Johnson recounts. Uh, And when she hung up the phone, she looked at me and said, he didn't even remember his name. That's the hurting part. Of course, Trump has denied it and he said he has proof. And we on this show just want to say... to all of the fallen soldiers, offer our condolences to all of the Gold Star families for your loved loved one's service, for their bravery and for their courage. Thank you Thank for you. your service. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you, and definitely our sympathies and condolences to the families and the children. I mean, and we still don't know what happened over there in no. Uh, Niger. No, no. no. And the president, you know, he's under scrutiny because he started this, politicizing the death of these fallen soldiers. Mm -hmm. He started it by talking about... President Obama and his predecessors. and his predecessors. And and now he's upset that he's under scrutiny. Obama's name in something. Yes. Yeah. 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 He just hates Obama. Well, he has a misunderstanding about a principle of success. He thinks that by making him appear less, it appears to make him Mm -hmm. to be more. And that never works out for you in the long run. But in The Art of a Deal, see when you read his book, The Art of a Deal, that's Mm -hmm. one of the tactics that they use. You have to in some way show your superiority to competitive companies and things like that. Well, he's taken that into the presidency. And so he, that's why he still talks about crooked Hillary, mm-hmm. what Hillary did, the mistakes she made, what Obama did, what the mistakes he made. Because it's to say, even when he makes a mistake, you should be okay with this because look what they did, mm-hmm. which no one gives a damn about that, man, because you, you're you the president now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's time for you to build your own legacy. And destroying Past other people's time. legacies while you're not building a legacy is nothing. See, you want to destroy, repeal, and replace Obamacare, but you want to do it by starting to killing subsidies to low-income people? That will help people, right. Are you kidding me? So you start there? He's not a leader. He's just not Not a leader. He's He's not not a leader. Well, he's he's not the great leader that we're used to having and want to have because he's never been a great servant. People who have never served don't make good leaders. Sorry. Has anybody ever quit? Just don't. I mean, this, this is. Shouldn't he just quit? Anybody well, ever quit? Nixon resigned. Nixon I, resigned. I, I predict that he will not finish this term. 
I think he. You think he, he's gonna resign? Uh, he's gonna. I don't think he's it, a quitter. No, I, I no, no, I don't. He's gonna I, be I, made to quit. One I thing he, gonna, one thing he is, we know, is a fighter. He is yeah. a scrapper. We do yeah. know that. That's why I don't think he's gonna quit. No. But he's not fighting. He's picking on people. That's the difference. Bullying. 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 He's bullying. Bullying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do, do a tweet through Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning. <laughs> Tweeting and eating. <laughs> You know oh, that butt getting wide. <laughs> <laughs> and those ties, around, that those ties are going. getting longer and longer. <laughs> that butt is getting wide. All right, Steve. <laughs> we got to move it on over to Miss Ann now. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here without further ado. The lovely and talented, our very own news anchor, Miss Ann Tripp. Yes, Steve, good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly's defending President Trump and how he handled that condolence call to the widow of an Army sergeant. Kelly is a retired Marine general whose own son was killed in Afghanistan. He says he was stunned and brokenhearted by Florida Congresswoman Frederica Wilson's criticism of the words that Trump used. He says he feels all the talk about it, though, should end. Let's not let this maybe last thing that's held sacred in our society, a young man, young woman going out, and giving his or her life for our country. Let's let's try to somehow keep that sacred. The president has also been criticized over his administration's handling of the situation in Puerto Rico. However, Mr. Trump met with Puerto Rican the Governor Roberto Rosselló at the White House yesterday, and as expected, he graded his own performance by saying basically it couldn't have been any better. I'd say it was a 10. I'd say it was probably the most difficult um, when you talk about relief, when you talk about search, when you talk about all of the different levels. However, things don't look so perfect as a perfect 10 on the island. For instance, it's been four weeks since Hurricane Maria struck. Only 22 percent of Puerto Rico's residents have electricity. Almost 30 percent have no access to drinkable water. And the death toll is now 48. By the way, it looks like President Trump won't leave the issue of the NFL players taking a knee alone. Now he and Vice President Pence are actually circulating a petition on the Internet that demands that all players and fans stand for the national anthem. According to the GOP website, the petition asks for signatures, names, emails, and zip codes. There was tight security on the campus of Florida State University yesterday because of the speaking engagement there of a white supremacist named Richard Spencer. And there was no major violence, even though his supporters were outnumbered 10 to 1 by his protesters saying, Spencer, go home. That's how he was talking to the crowd. Hundreds of other anti-racist demonstrators wait outside the hall where there are a few minor skirmishes. The winds have died down a bit in California. Firefighters say that's helped them make progress in bringing those wildfires under control. The blazes have been burning for over a week. At least 41 deaths are reported so far. One death of a worker, a driver, delivering water when his truck overturned. And today, finally, is National Suspenders Day and National Just Say No Day. No, 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 no. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please introduce Jay so Jay can introduce our beloved Butterfly. I don't need him. Whoa! Do you know the Butterfly? Because I do. Thanks, Steve. Do you know the butterfly? Cause I do. Thanks, Steve. Do you know the butterfly? Cause I do. Thanks, Steve. Do 
very you good. Thank know you. <laughs> the butterfly. Cause I. Thank you so much. Um, good morning, Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Jr., Anthony, Last Brandon, time, Morning, Tomorrow. do you know the butterfly? Cause I do. Sing it, ladies. Do you do know you the butterfly? Cause I do. Uh, it's the only time they ever asked me to sing. I was ready to. Right. <laughs> no, okay. we won't do that no more. <laughs> What you trying to say? Yeah. Call it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a bit much sometimes. Listen, today is Friday, and I'm calling this um, Pumpkin pumpkin Pie Friday. Uh, All my friends are coming over, and we're doing pumpkin pies. I'm going to invite each and every one of you all to come over and do pumpkin pies along with me. Why, black people don't do don't pumpkin pie. I'm sorry. It just ain't a requirement. Of it's us. only about two black people that eat pumpkin pie. I've never seen Are you making pumpkin pie or pumpkin pie? What's <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one you make? Which what is it again? Pumpkin. pumpkin. Are you pumpkin. making the orange? Pumpkin pie or you make pumpkin pie? Because there's a difference. I'm making pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Pumpkin pie. Black people okay. like pumpkin pie, do they? We like sweet okay. potato Wait, sweet pie. Sweet potato. Yeah, yeah we okay. on that sweet potato butterfly. Well, but you maybe. guys have been on that for a long time, but it's, it's Halloween time of this of Just the year. Just tell so them it's pumpkin it's, pie, but make sweet potato. <laughs> They're the same <laughs> color. Yeah. Color. yeah. Right. <laughs> but Why the cousin you going to get Why? when they bite into it. <laughs> <laughs> we know the difference, though, when we do Oh, yeah. We know the difference. I asked you all to come over and do pumpkin pie with me. Now, who's all coming? Nobody. I'm not. Shirley and Carla. Okay. Uh, what time? What time? Oh, Later on today? 7 o'clock today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll come. Oh, I can't do it. Tasha got practice. <laughs> <laughs> told you. You didn't hear the CEO report. I'll come, but I'll, I'll bring my own dessert. <laughs> so much for pumpkin pie I party. I got to get hit by a car. I really thought J. Anthony Brown would have been there with me. We we have to go, Butterfly. I'm so sorry. Butterfly, I will not. Uh, speaking and of all Anthony, you did was ask everybody was they coming, and all they said was, "No, that's your damn segment." <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, J. Anthony Brown is up next. He, he's gonna murder another hit. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is with another classic. Murdering the hits. First of all, J. Anthony Brown. I'd like to say Tuesday night, it's going down. Yours truly, J. Anthony Brown, the J spot. One and only. Thank Lunell for her thing. Dubsters, thank you. Steve, you might lose a friend on this song. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were doing good. Yeah, you were doing good. Uh, you had a nice run. Who? We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. I don't know if you could call him now if he's up, but what? if you know John Legend's personal number. He's oh, already oh, on the oh, list. On, I didn't know. I didn't do anything wrong. It's just. You, Why are you doing them twice? You're Murder the hits. That's what we do. Murder the hits. Oh, God. Murder on friendships. On the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Check it out. Hey, hey, hey. Stop saying what show you <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up there, my hey, brother? Hey, man, what's happening, man? Everything's good. Everything's, Everything's good. good. Yeah, man. Glad you opened in the club. Well, yeah, up. you know, I had Lunell up there, and I'm up there on, uh, you know, this week. And then on uh, Halloween night, it got flame. Ooh, that's going to be It's going to be a nice Halloween party. Good night. 
You got to pull up. So you think light skin won't jump on you? That's what you think. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> but I love how Jay is like really into it, though. He's a musician oh, he's and a singer. Oh, yeah. 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 But I'm sure with the millions and millions John is making, he really don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> he sold out every oh, night. Dog. And Jay ain't been there yeah. yet. Your damn club right. just opened back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Jay spot. Yeah, well, he just did John Legend. Man, Since when you start defending John Legend. I love John. I thought we was boys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he went yeah. hard, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you just opened your club. Yeah, John Legend. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing. When you do bring your ass in there, it's going to be cold as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you scared him a little bit. I know. I'm sorry, Jay. No, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Because he ain't never been in one of the rice cold rooms. See, Jay, Jay, we from that old school comedy thing. We walk in the room where, why is it two blacks? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I apologize. Too many Negroes. (laughs) It was a great song, though, Jay. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Hey, man, I've been on stage and heard, where's the white guy? Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Just screamed that. That's crazy. Well, I apologize, John Legend. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. That's what they want you to Just stop it. <laughs> All right, coming up next, nephew Tommy's prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, get ready for today's strawberry letter. But right now... It's the nephew's turn with the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Shirley, this right here is the ring. The ring? The ring. Yeah, you know, you know that engagement ring. The ring, okay. the wedding 
It's the ring. Ain't it all about the ring? It's about the ring. Ooh, yeah, it the is. ring on it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Denise, please. Uh, yes, this is she. Hi, Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm, a, I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond. No, how you doing? I'm good. You brought your ring in, what was it, last week? I, I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons. Yes. And, um, yes. You, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as, as get it appraised, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, listen. I actually did resize the ring. And, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say um, uh, congratulations. When, when is your wedding? Thank you. I'm getting married in September. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank listen, you. I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and <laughs> this this ring is probably worth maybe $50. Excuse me? I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years. But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said. And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that I've been in this business for over twenty years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry, mm-hmm. and this is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for nineteen ninety nine. This this is a cubic zirconian stone, and the the gold is not real at all. It's well, like gold wait, 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 wait. You wait. You lost me. You lost me as much money as my man make. And as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding, or has put down, and you're going to sit Ma'am, up here I understand and... everything you're saying, but Denise, honestly, no, 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 no. I, what I, I need you, you want... to do is hold on. Wait, 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 I, no, 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 I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait, man, hold no, 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 no. First of all, I can't. Wait. No, sir. Wait, 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 slow no, sir, wait, wait, wait. Sir, hold can, on. Can you, okay, can you slow down for a second? Because I need you to hold on because we're going to get on the phone, okay? Wait, 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 what are you trying to, what are you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat. To what you just said to me, okay? Man, I That's can't all get I need you to do. In the middle of personal stuff, ma'am. I... You, oh, you in it? It's personal now, so I need you to hold on, okay? Oh, she calling her man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello, Victor. Hey, I need up, you to man? listen to this dealer that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean, what's the problem? He's going to tell you what the problem is. Go on, head on, sir. Go on, head on. Who's uh, this? Uh, hello? Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamond's and actually your wife, I mean, well, your fiancé, rather, she, she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we uh, we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around $50. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said. Hold Victor. On, wait, wait, hold, 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 hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake, sir. Now, what you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on. Wait. Hold $50. on. Fifty dollars. Uh, that's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for twenty years. Yeah. And, uh, well, there, there's there's no way that that mm-hmm. ring is worth fifty dollars. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. obviously there's some sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not it, a mistake. Right. I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I I can pretty much look at a ring, but I actually went into detail on this one, as I do all of them. And so I promise you, this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars before it's worth it. No, no, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how is that I, impossible? I, He's the jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for twenty. Years. So how is that impossible? Does, I don't understand that. Like, All the money that my daddy putting down on this wedding, and you I gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought a, you bought a cheap ring, sir. No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap Victor. ring. Victor, this is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got. You oh, you sure got that right? <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty 
dollars? Denise, you cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some kind of mistake. Mm. Sir. Oh, it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm going to get married to the man of my dream. I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought for your wife. Mm. No, you I don't think you, I don't think you do. Me. I don't think you have my ring mm. because if you mm. have my ring, mm. you wouldn't be telling me that it's worth $50. Mm. Sir, I, mm. I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiancé brought fiance. in. Fiancé. Well, ain't his wife yet. Hold on, hold on. The man's trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, excuse you? me. Excuse thank me. you, thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring. Uh, sir, Mr. I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man, on, hold on, dude. You don't, <laughs> you don't tell me like that. I ain't buying no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So... Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where are you Sir, going? the mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. Mister, he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make a mistake? Where the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your end. Where, Sir, where? it's not on my end. Here, yeah, man, hold on. Don't, we don't, don't raise the mistake. Don't raise the you one thing, Victor, my dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So your dog going to pay $50 on dollars for a dog on wedding. You wait till I tell him this Chill, hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. Sir, I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on oh, us because you, you bought a piece of junk for 50 bucks. Oh, Victor, all the money that you dogs on make, and I get $50 worth of a ring? Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. Mm. Where are you calling yeah, Get the talking. Get the Diamonds. talking. Mm-hmm. Diamonds, I ain't never heard of that. Where is it? Mm-hmm. So your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what, I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's wait, what wait, I wait, paid wait, for wait, the wait, ring. Victor. So now you want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of Come on and now. And you want to put it on me. You, you don't tell me what the I know what the I spent on a ring. And you, I don't know what kind of you're trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the ring better be real. <laughs> no that. If I were you, Miss Denise, I would not marry somebody that's going to be. I'm coming. I'm looking for your punk. And you know what? You don't get the ring. It ain't right. Me and you going to go at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? Better, I tell you what. If it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you going to have some more problems. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister. That. <laughs> That's why she ain't got no man today. Wow. That's uncool, man. Wow. That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some <laughs> Wow. Vic, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you know, to you, baby. You don't play with sorry. a black woman's ring? <gasps> I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. <laughs> The, the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey Morning Show. Show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She was upset with her man, wasn't she? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would be, too. You <laughs> play too much. <laughs> Whoa. That's why, you, that's why you get both of them on the phone at the same time. Let them get <laughs> I like when their breathing changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, tell us about Mama's Boy. I told you about Mama's Boy. It's starring, starring me, uh-huh. co-star Johnny. Co-co-star Robin Coco. Gibbons. Co-co-co-co-star uh, uh, Jack A. Harry. Then co-co-co-co-co-co uh, 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 Shirley Murdoch. But I'm star. Then Steve. everything co-co-co after me. Steve Harvey. I heard it. Get your nephew, please. No, I ain't got to get him. 
He gonna get but, himself. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, himself. yeah. But eventually he gonna get himself because mm-hmm. somebody gonna show up that yeah. didn't seen something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he said, how many times have you seen the play? I haven't seen it yet, but I plan whoa, to go whoa, see whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Shirley, you ain't seen the play? No, because it's it Carly, hasn't you come ain't west. seen the play either? Is there no. really a play? Hold no. up, hold up. <laughs> My <laughs> girls, right? My Wait girls, right? Hold up, doggy. <laughs> but it, Tommy, these your home girls. <laughs> It's a little more difficult. Tommy, where you going to be this weekend? No, no, no. Why you got to know you ain't going? <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone oh, to see your nephew? Hell no, I ain't never been. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. See Papa Ray money. I don't go to none of it because I don't think none of it going to last. This one didn't fool me. You wasn't going to be able to see Papa Yeah, this one didn't fool me. Memphis, Tennessee tonight. This been the longest tour you ever been on. At the Orpheum Theater. Get your tickets. Tonight and tomorrow, two shows tomorrow, and then Sunday, Montgomery Performing Arts Center. We are in the gump on Sunday, baby. Two shows in the gump, Montgomery Performing Arts Center. That's 3 o'clock and 7.30. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is going, like, really, really well. Thank you. Really, really well. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get to today's crazy strawberry letter, and this letter is really... When you coming to the play? Oh, yeah. You know what? I was, you know, that really is a big question. Because, you know, uh, for y'all is he talking to, to have you, used my nephew to? for the things y'all have used him for. Who is your who free you? meal? You and Carla. You, you who is who? You. <laughs> that was, Carla but, asked you. <laughs> no, but yes, y'all always using my nephew. He, <laughs> he's generous you? with y'all. He yeah. feeds you, drinks, take your places. If we go out up. to dinner with Tommy, who else is supposed to pay? You think we gonna look pull money oh, out? Man. Damn. Damn. That's going that hurt that time. <laughs> oh man! Okay. Wow. Well, that, you're stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, yeah, man. Let's move past this. Oh no! 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 We ain't move. Go ahead, Tommy. What's your question? When is you coming to the play? Boom. Oh. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. Who you talking to? I'm talking to you. Yeah. You my uncle. Boy, you know, good and hell well I'm not coming to no play. I don't know what the surprise is here. And I don't know why you want to bring this up in front of everybody. I'm not coming to your play because I don't know how long they're going to ever last. I'm tired of going down to stuff to get canceled. This the first tour you have been on where it ain't canceled. So I'm scared for you. Yeah, that's wrong. Mississippi Monica was supposed to come to Jackson to see the play, but didn't come but still wanted 15 tickets. Don't they well, do you like that? They always, well, they always. And you're giving me tickets this weekend for my family to go to see you in Memphis. W- what's your point? And his check gonna look yeah, real funny. That's what his that, point sir. is. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna look funny. <laughs> and don't come to Houston. You probably have to save a whole <laughs> row for me. <laughs> you working for free? Ain't <laughs> he? <laughs> He's working for free. <laughs> All them tickets he got to give up, Shirley. They oh, gonna yeah. have to charge. He working for yeah, free. If, but, yeah, he probably won't even be in the play in Houston. He gonna say, but we hear you. We hear you real good, Tommy, because he don't want to give away all them tickets in Houston. Oh, yeah, man, he got to get famous somewhere. We but hear you, you know real what? good in the play, though. You know, you get a lot of applause and everything more than Johnny Gill. We heard all. But of you know that. what? That ain't what Johnny said. The side piece <laughs> section alone in Houston's gonna kill him. Wow. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, you gonna have a tough time spreading them out. What are you talking about? Well, we just got to do stuff. Don't sit there. Take it down, brother. No, not you. Sit over there. And you, you go in the back. Yes. Yeah, and you, up front. Yes. Wow. Okay, everybody spread out. <laughs> we just got to Houston. We <laughs> 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 got Ah, right, it's that time. Let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. It's that time. Buckle up and hold on tight. Strawberry letter 23. Thank you, Tommy. Subject, outside adult advice. Hello, everyone. My mother, 49 in parentheses, and father, 50, have been together for 21 years and married for 18. And for 13 of those years, my father has been cheating on my mother. The reason I know this is because ever since I was a little ever since I was little when they got into arguments which is often he proudly throws the fact that he has a couple of women on the side in her face and sometimes calls his mother and tells her how stupid my mom is for staying with him when she knows he is cheating on her. Now, recently, my dad decided that he was going to change his ways and go back to church. I do commend him for this, but my mom has told me that she feels like it's a little, it's too little too late. After all the verbal, mental, and once or twice physical abuse, she feels like she should move on. She feels that she is too old to deal with this, and his temper and uh, hygiene are, are getting worse as he ages. So basically, I think my mom should do what makes her happy, but I know that God frowns upon divorce and a child should stay in his or her place. More importantly, my mom faithfully listens to this show, and maybe you all can provide some outside adult advice. Wow. Well, dear daughter, first of all, I got to say that uh, you sound like a very loving daughter who who wants her mother uh, to be happy. And uh, yes, the Bible and some religions, you know, they frown on divorce, you know, uh, although there are divorces in the Bible. But um, the Bible also speaks of being equally yoked, husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible, you know, uh, on this particular subject. But this is what I do know. I know that the Lord wants his children to be loved and treated well. He wants them respected and not humiliated. And if your mother, you know, has been that for all her years of marriage or for at least 13 of the 21 years of marriage, then maybe it is time for 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 mom for you to move on and, um, you know, not be subjected to this kind of treatment. I mean, this is humiliation. This is wrong treatment. Your husband is out of order doing this to you. I'm not in the situation, but uh, based on what your daughter says, yes, this is wrong. You should not be treated this way. And it probably is a little too late, uh, too little, too late. So, you know, do what you have to do. This is your decision. And, you know, if it's right in your heart, the Lord will forgive you if you ask him, you know, and and that's basically what I have to tell you. You know, I mean, this is wrong. He's humiliating you, you know, calling his mom. He's cheating, throwing it in your face. You know, you don't have to deal with this. You don't have to put up with this. Steve. Um, first of all, the girl that wrote the letter, I didn't, um, get her age. Yeah, I didn't get her age, but she's obviously old enough to write uh, intelligently, I'll say, and wants some outside adult advice. Mm. So, um, She's been raised properly. She's a good kid that wrote this letter, a good daughter anyway. Um, the mother's 49, the father's 50. Uh, this girl has overheard some crazy conversation. First of all, this man, mm. I don't know any man who argues like this. I really don't. You get into an argument, and then you proudly throw in the fact that he has a couple of women on the side, and you telling this to your wife. Mm. 
I cannot tell you how that conversation is really supposed to go. But I don't know many women where you can throw this in her face more than one time. Mm-hmm. Not that blatant of a statement. I got a couple women on the side. That's that's some dogish behavior right there. That's how men get the title of dogs. Now that right there is some dogish behavior. Right. Because now you're just going to do dirt and then you're going to smear the mud and the crap in her face. Come on, man. That That's a bit much. Then sometimes he would call the girl's mother and tell her how stupid she was for staying with him. Wow. Who is this guy? What guy argues like this? Uh, your mom has had some low self-esteem, but it looks like your mom is getting it together. But it's coincidental that she's getting it together at the same time when dad is trying to get it together. See, now your dad decided that he was going to change his ways and go back to church. I do commend him for this, and I do too. But guess what? Your mama feels like it's a little too late. Guess what? Your mama is feeling exactly what she's supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. And it's a natural reaction for her to feel like it's a little bit too late. Your mother's 49. She's not over the hill and done. When we come back, (laughs) let's discuss the hygiene part. (laughs) Yes. Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about 20 minutes, people, season two. Season two of Bad Acting Theater with the Chapmans coming up. And also don't forget at the top of the hour, at the top of the hour, our good friend and family member Tyler Perry stops by. Or he calls. Yeah, he's going to call. Are you with me? But uh, <laughs> come on, Steve. Part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letter. Let's go. Just about this woman has been married to this man for 21 years, and uh, she's 49, he's 50. He's been cheating on her. The girl, the daughter wrote the letter, wants to know if we could just give her mom some advice. And he's been throwing in his face that he got a couple of women on the side, and sometimes he would tell the tell lady that uh, how stupid she is for staying with him and uh, when she knows that he's cheating on her. Now, recently, her dad uh, decided that he's going to change his ways and go back to church. Now, the little girl commends him for this, but her mom told me that she feels like it's too little too late. After all the verbal, mental, and once or twice physical abuse, she feels like she ought to move on. She feels that she's too old to deal with this, and his temper and hygiene is getting worse as he ages. Whew, right there. Now, that line right there made me start to think. <laughs> Here we go. His temper and hygiene is getting worse as he ages. See, men always do things for reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe this, the fact that his temper and his hygiene got worse as he ages, maybe that's what pushed him back into church. Because, see, he been crawling mm-hmm. his little nasty, stanky, trifling, <laughs> evil ass <laughs> up in these other women's bed. Now, they done got tired of it. Don't come over here no more unless you can wash. <laughs> wow. Listen to me. Hold on, hold on. What was that? I'm tired of you crawling to me, smelling like every bit of a skunk. Let you can walk. How is your butt ashy? Your whole butt is ashy. <laughs> now you gonna climb on top of me? Let me tell you something. Don't don't come over here no more. So now he done got a couple of them women that done finally, as he done aged, his temper. Now he mad. What the hell you mean? Don't come on, come over here no more. You heard me? What you gonna do? You gonna be nasty and act nasty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't come over here no more. Now, guess what? What? Now nah, he back at the church now. 
Because, see, the law to take you nasty, ashy, yeah. and skunk stinking. <laughs> now he back at church, but guess what? Your mama don't deserve this. That's and sometimes right. you got to pay for your actions. Sometimes it's just time for Pop to pay, that's all. Pop, you can't, just because you want to straighten it up don't mean it's going to get right. You cannot do women wrong and expect them just because you're ready to change, not them to change, too. Well, guess what? While you was cheating on them and whipping on them, they changed, too. Clowning her. Tell your mama that it's perfectly fine for her to go head on. The church might frown on divorce, but, hell, let the church sleep with him. <laughs> if they want to be accepting of the man, let, them, let the church take him in. Your mama don't have to keep taking it. Nope. Tell your mama, go and find herself some happiness, you know, and don't Amen. even worry about it with his big stanking uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, you know we got to go. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. And thank you so much for joining me yesterday and every Thursday. Don't forget uh, for the after uh, show, Strawberry Letter Live. I appreciate you guys very much. All right, switching gears now. Uh, now, Carla, I, I know we talked about this. Did you see the main event on BET with Gucci Mane Girl. and uh, his fiance Keisha Kior? Kior. Yes, I did now. see the wedding. That was I a wedding. Saw yes. That. That yes, was a yes, wedding. yes, yes, yes. I saw that. Uh, they got married this past Tuesday evening mm-hmm. at the Four Seasons in Miami. Uh, Keisha K. Orr walked down the aisle on an, it was an elevated platform. It, yeah. Her dress was beautiful. It was beautiful. blinged out. Now, according to People Magazine, this is a who's who of hip-hop and Atlanta's uh, social scene gathered for the ceremony. I mean, everyone was there. I everyone. saw Monica, Big Sean. Yes. Uh, let's see. They said Diddy was there. Yeah, Diddy was there. I, I, so many, many people. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody. Suge Guess, Knight wasn't there. No, he wasn't. Well, no, 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 he wasn't yeah, there. Michael he was Jordan busy. wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> OJ well, wasn't there. <laughs> and he's out. Yeah, okay. Obama's wasn't there. <laughs> everybody was there. Well, everybody on the hip hop scene. Yeah, you Steve, wasn't I there. Did make that. <laughs> Steve wasn't there. I said hip hop. Yeah, in Atlanta's hip hop. Did I not hip-hop? say who's yeah. who in Atlanta's hip hop yesterday? They didn't even think about asking my old ass. <laughs> Tyler Perry wasn't there. Madea wasn't there. Guess <sighs> how much this wedding cost, though? How much? At least two, three million dollars. Okay, very close. A little yeah. over though, Jay. One point seven yeah. million dollars. Wow. One point yeah. seven million. Yeah. Couple through a lavish rehearsal dinner ahead of their uh, their nuptials, and um, Gucci Mane, whose real name, of course, is Radrick Delantic Davis, got him and his bride a pair of matching Rolls Royce wraiths. Woo! Wow. Falling. Yes, nothing less. I bet, you that, I bet you that minister didn't say his real name. <laughs> yes, he did. Gucci man, you want you want to take this one? He had to say it, right? <laughs> he said it, yeah. He said legally, legally, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not going to last. Why do you say that? that? No, That's what I do. That's be what bitter, I do. Jay. I don't see happiness. I just don't. <laughs> they ride a die, though, Jay. Gucci Mane and Keisha. Yeah, they, they I don't really know anything do. about them. I wish them the best. Well, you could check them out on the main event on BET. Well, that's the first time I've ever seen uh, a wedding that looked serious, you know, that, that even sounded serious. Mm-hmm. What you mean? You know, all the, the rest of them don't sound serious. The pretty bride, I tell you that. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's and her, pretty bride. She's beautiful. Her body. Yeah. Oh, my pictures. God. Her yeah. body is. Spanking. It's otherworldly. It's otherworldly. It is, man. Her body is sick. Yeah, it yeah. is. Time to send some photos. I will. I have all those in my phone. Right <laughs>
That's all I got. What did you say, married man? He got him hidden in his so check it out, the main event, 10-part miniseries premiering on BET. You gotta, you don't, you don't want to miss it. Let I me mean, tell you something. If, I, black if love, I look black at love. something that mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to look at, if somebody send me something, one of my dudes, mm-hmm. as soon as I look at it, it's deleted. You um, don't even stay in your phone that long. Man, for what? Well, can it's you like teach no your nephew that? Large in, man. I don't need that in my life, <laughs> Can you teach your nephew that? Can nobody get in this phone? <laughs> Huh? Can't nobody get in here without my thumb. Well, I you was gotta just, have my thumb. I was asking you, can you teach your <laughs> nephew you that? You got to have his thumb in order to get in his phone. No, no, no. I don't know how you gonna do that. All right, we gotta get out of here because <laughs> see, everybody can get in my phone. Coming up, season two of Bad Acting Theater, The yeah, Chapmans. Yeah. Hey, Tyler Perry here. Coming up on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, I'm gonna talk about my new movie, Boot Two, <laughs> and make some fun of Tommy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, you don't want to miss the one and only Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. He's coming up. But right now, it's time for <laughs> one of our favorites. Season two of the Bad Acting Season Theater at the Chapman. Yeah. We, we got out of back order. <laughs> Hit it, cat. We got picked up, boy. <laughs> we got picked up. <laughs> Another episode of Steve Harvey's Bad Acting Theater, starring the cast of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, hosted and narrated by me, Shirley Strawberry, starring Steve Harvey, who plays Earl Chapman. You know Steve Harvey, star of the Thunderdome, Family Feud, Little Big Shot, Showtime at the Apollo, and Steve Harvey's newest show, Steve. (laughs) All right, if you missed the reunion show last week, well, good for you. Here's how it ended. <laughs> I gotta say, your acting is pretty darn horrible. I think this whole damn thing is bad. The writing is bad. The sound effects is always late. Y'all don't study your lines. I'm thinking about uh, taking my name off this whole damn thing. <laughs> Can we just call it bad acting? What you mean the acting bad? Well, you know what, Jay? Well, it's stupid. Well, shut up, Junior. Shut up, Junior. Why? Why? Why I got to shut up? Well, I've been getting told to shut up for 10 weeks. I'm so disgusted with this that I don't know if I want to write another episode. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> paging mess, paging Dr. Hot Mess. But that was last season. So, so, so here we are <laughs> with the first show of season one. I mean, season two of bad acting. (laughs) Already, I'm starting off on the wrong foot. Uh, It's been one week since we found out what's happening in Arrogate, Texas. But let's pick it up with KK, who is still on the run from the popo and who was being haunted by Beauregard's ghost. Ooh, ooh, the freaks come out at night. Ooh, KK, ooh. Why Why are you bothering me? Because I know what you did, and you need to apologize and turn yourself in to the police. Ooh. I'm not doing a damn thing. Don't make me kill you again. Uh, whatever. You can't kill me because I'm a ghost. I need you to apologize to me and then go to apologize to Earl. I'm sorry I killed you, and I'm sorry for trying to kill Earl. Now leave me alone. Uh-huh. That's what I wanted to hear. I'm wearing a wire. I recorded the whole <gasps> damn thing, and I'm going to the police. Oh, my goodness. The ghost is wearing a wire? <laughs> I guess we didn't see that one coming. All right, now. Let's see what Touch It is up to. Touch, touch it. Touch, touch, touch what? what? Touch what? Touch what? He's interrogating Junior about the whereabouts of KK. 
What do you know about Earl Chapman getting shot in the butt with a bow and arrow and a blow dart? I don't know nothing about it, and I don't like you in insinuating that I may have had something to do with it. Shut up, Junior. We got reports that uh, you were in the vicinity of the convention when Earl Chapman was shot in the butt with a bow and arrow and a blow dart. You mind if I come in here and look around? I'm gonna look around and dust this place for prints. It's dusty enough. Thank you very much. Afterwards, I'm gonna need you and your get your hat and come on down to the station and make a statement. I don't wear hats. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> cap? Nope. Beanie? Nope. All right, all right. Let, <laughs> let's pick it back up at the hospital where Earl's butt is facing the heavens after being shot in the behind with a blow dart and a bow and arrow. Dad, I don't know who could have done this to you, but I'll help you figure it out. Well, while I'm in the hospital, I'm going to need you to ask around. Whoa, whoa. We're not doing this again, okay? Let's just move along with the episode, please. Dad, I, Dad, I, I know this is not a good time to tell you. First of all, I want to thank you for everything you've done for me, but... But the lifestyle you chose for me is not the way I want to live my life. What? This is the hardest thing I ever had to say to you. And looking at your behind all bandaged up is it's not making it easy. Now, now that you're laid up like this, this is a great opportunity for me to speak to you face to butt. I know that you built a big pork rind dynasty for me to take over. I want to thank my my friend Ramon for giving me the courage to say what I have to say. You know what? You know what? Hold up. Let me stop. I can't do it. I can't do this no more. You can't do this it? it? No, this is me talking. I can't do this no more. Man. You don't want to do it no more? Now, this is horrible, man. This whole thing sucks. Now, I, I ain't joking either, man. I mean, this whole bad acting thing, all this, this don't make no damn sense. I know I said it last week. I, I don't really think I can do not, not a whole season two of this, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all could do this without me. Wow. If you're not doing it, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not well, going to do it. Really, Steve not doing it, I'm not doing much it. I say my part is never really that big anyway. So. Shut, Shut up, up Junior. Junior. Shut up. Right. Well, you Steve, uh, I, I mean, if you're not going to do it, I, I won't either, I guess. He's not well, going to do it. Yeah. Gonna do it well, he said oh. it last week. I didn't believe yeah. him. But, I didn't think he was. Man, I can't. Well, Jake, keep writing it. I do everybody part. You know, I'm in Mama's <laughs> Boy. We're going to be in Memphis tonight <laughs> at the Orpheum. You do not want to miss it. And tomorrow uh, uh, in Memphis, 3 o'clock and 8 right o'clock. See, that's what I'm talking about. Just do everything is stupid about this. Why did I, why did I even get shot in the butt? <laughs> why didn't you have Butterfly get shot in the ass? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, uh, stop, because I'm not even in the show. So don't even say I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to believe, I'm supposed to believe that there's a ghost. Jay only wrote himself back in so he could have something to say. He was, he was already dead, y'all. Boy, you're really pulling back the curtain. Man. Well, um, let's see if there is a next week. Uh, if you like bad acting theater or if you think it's really bad and still want to hear it, Leave us a message at steveharvey.com and janthonybrown.com. We out. Write Steve off and write me in. (laughs) Don't nobody want you in. They would love for me to be on. Ain't nobody asked you to be in.
<laughs> that makes it worse. You really don't want to do it. But no see, seriously not, though, especially are you, if you write oh, butterfly. Are you for real though? You for you? You not? You, you don't want to do it no more. Though, yeah. If you can't do it, we ain't. You ain't. You broke character and everything. Yeah, you came over. I just, I you didn't even find out what what Chester was gonna say to you. Yeah, right. Well, maybe I'll stick around for that. Okay. All right. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, our special guest does it all. I told you. I told you. He's a living legend right now. He really is. He writes, he directs, stars in plays. He got television shows, written, movie, blockbuster movies, created and performed his hugely popular Medea character. And Medea is a complete and utter mess. She is. She is the star of Tyler Perry's Boo 2. Yes. Of Medea Halloween, and it's in theaters right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only family, Tyler Perry. Tyler! Can you believe it? Here we go again. Can you believe it? Man, boy. We wanted more when we saw Boo 1, Tyler. I mean, it was the fact that you... Let me tell you what happened. This one, Joe cuts loose, man. Joe, uh, really? I let him go. <laughs> what are you doing? No, no, no. When, when, when we, when we keep sending in for the rating, it came back rated R. I had to dial him back. He's out of control. That's still in the movie, man. I love Uncle Joe. Yeah. I love him. And you know I how to make a movie, you Tyler really Perry. Yeah. You know how to make a movie. Keep us entertained. You really, Thank really you. do. Thank you. And we need it right now, don't we, with all that's going oh, on? Yes. What? Oh, man. We need to laugh like never before, man, because this, that White House, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day. Every it's day something. is something. Every <laughs> day. Every I, be, I, I want to ask you, man, just give us a break. You're wearing us out. Just take, just give us two days and no tweet. Just something. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. We we at the part where we need to take the keys from Grandpa. Yeah. That's what we need yeah. to do. That's all right. Yeah, we That's need to take the keys from Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all we know really... he's slipping. Go get them keys. <laughs> yeah. that, 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 you know what, man? That would be a good idea. Yeah. He just took like a week off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just give the country a break, please. Yeah. Just shut up for a week. Yeah, we need a break. We need a break. Yeah, man, do something. I'll be take okay a week. with that. Just take, I just need a week because it has been nonstop for the last year and a half of mm-hmm. negativity since since he since he was running to yeah. where he is now. And it's just like, okay, all right. All right. That's why I'm going to see Boo myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, Tyler, I saw, we, we, we've been looking at these trailers. Okay, no cussing, please. <laughs> Tyler, just cuss. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, just cuss. Yes, yes you did. He set up with sure it. Get that Trump. You better get your bleep, get your beep already. Because I'm getting ready to FCC all of this. Yeah. Once again, yeah. he has fine money. I keep telling y'all, Man. it's a certain piece of freedom come with this type of paper. Yeah, yeah, I said it. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Checks in the mail. Get your paper ready. That's right. That's right. Hey, That's man, funny. we've been looking at these trailers, man, mm-hmm. for the movie. The movie looks scary. But you so ignorant in it, man. <laughs> I'm confused. Is, now, you mentioned Uncle Joe. Yeah. But is, is Medea turned all the way up in this movie? Medea turns all the way up, but I'm telling you, Joe is killing her, man. Joe, is, <laughs> Joe, won't, Joe won't let her go, man. Joe, Joe when, when she gets out of the car to go, to go uh, to handle one of the ghosts, she gets oh. out of the car. Joe goes, he, he starts the car. He gets ready to leave. They go, you going to leave your sister? He's like, I don't like that dude. That dude. That dude. That dude. So he cut loose, man. 
And then, then he says, says, sit down, and she's like, she, 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 she says, Joe, close your legs. Joe say, you can't close your legs. <laughs> Tyler? Oh, Tyler. my God. Let him go. It's off the hook. Hey, Tyler, what was the shoot schedule? How long did it take you to make this movie? Cause you, five you, long days, man. See what I'm five saying? Five long days. That's five it. days. He can make it. Yeah, the last one was five days, too. And wow. this one I got coming out with Taraji, it's incredible. We did it in eight days. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah. You changed the game on making movies, man. Yeah, really yeah, yeah man. I, I, I got, I got a good team. We pull it together. We, we getting all our coverage. We're doing a lot all at once. So, so we, 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 I figured out a whole new way to do it. And, and you know, they don't want that in Hollywood because they, everybody trying to justify their jobs. Yeah. They want to waste yeah. money. You're right. Yep. They want to waste money and time. Well, Tyler, I have to ask you something. This, this has nothing to do with the movie right now. But I oh, have, to, I have to ask you this. <laughs> I have to ask you this, Tyler. You know I love you. But, um, you know, Tommy's in this play, Mama's Boy. It's it's touring right now. I just want to know, because he told us you were there one night, and we uh-huh. none of us believed is him. Is he lying or is, is he telling is, the is truth? Is it the truth? I was not lying. Let him he lying. I knew Thank it. You. I knew it. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, I was there. I went. I went. Oh, you I did? Went. No, no, no. No, we're going with your first answer, man. Well, Tyler, Tyler, you'd have crushed him if you'd have stayed over there. No, stay over there, Tyler. No. All my folks were in that show. Shirley Murdoch was in my first place. She's in the show. Tommy killed it. You know, I worked with Robert Gibbons. Johnny Gill's a friend of mine. All all of my folks are there, man. So, yeah, I went out to support. And and Janet went, too. That's, he told us that. He said that. He lied so much. Not only did she go, but she was saying how much she enjoyed him. Oh, oh, that's what he said. He told us all of this, Tyler. But what? ain't no picture, though, Tyler. He, he, he ain't lying this time. He ain't lying this time. Ain't no picture. Wow, but he didn't Tommy. take a picture with Janet. Tommy. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to take a picture. I felt like I was gonna be a groupie if I asked. You know, what? Like, you, know, you, know? you know how you know how they think they are when they think they got it. They be like, Nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna take no picture. <laughs> you want a picture with me? I ain't gonna. You just Janet. I'm 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 empty t- time. I ain't taking no picture with you, girl. <laughs> okay, one more thing, Tyler, and then we'll get back to the movie. He okay. said, Tommy said that when he walked out on stage, he got as much applause or more than Johnny Gill. <laughs> Quiet. Cricket. Let's go back to talking uh, about Boo. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he, he, he pushing it now. Come on, man. You go, how you going to come up against my, my, my? <laughs> what he said. That's exactly what he said. Oh, uh, all right, all right. He put it. Okay. Half of it was true, and then the other half wasn't. All right, Tyler, thank you for clearing all that up now. We will I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to help in this very important subject <laughs> yeah. around there. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> man, so let me ask you this before you get out of here, Tyler. Yeah. What, what is the number one thing that people should get out of this movie? Hey, y'all, sit tight. We're going to ask Tyler the all-important question when we come back. And it has nothing to do with Tommy. It has to do with the movie. We'll be right back. Boo, too. Boo, too, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We back with our special guest family member, Tyler Perry. Uh, The the movie Boo, too, is in theaters now, everybody. Yeah. It's in theaters now. It's Boo, too, a Medea Halloween uh, (laughs) in the movie. uh, Medea, Aunt Bam, Hattie. 
and Ville running for their lives. Love Monsters, that. goblins, and the boogeyman. Yeah. And who is really turned up in this movie is that damn Uncle, Uncle Joe. Joe. <laughs> I can't Uncle wait Joe's to off it. the hook. Off the hook. I got to go see it. You got it. Yeah, man. I just want everybody to go out and get out and go see it because I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's a good laugh. It's it's 120, 102 minutes of just laughing, just nonstop laughing. And, and with everything that's going on in the country, just go laugh. Don't go in there being too serious. And I just want to say to all of my critics and all of the uh, Academy voters and uh, all of the people who vote for Oscars and all that stuff, you ain't finna like this damn movie. (laughs) 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 You ain't finna like it. It's not for them. It's not for them, Tyler. It is for people who just want to go out and have a good time. That's Mm -hmm. right. You You know what, man? You know what? That's amazing that you've come to that point. You've always been there. But then after the critics and the criticism, trying to please people. you Good. just went, wow. Uh-huh. That's the great. people I really need to please are the ones who are the fans who That's need right. to laugh and who going to buy these tickets. That's right. By the millions, man. Listen, if you look at the have and have nots, like even if Love Me You is wrong, mm-hmm. there are like two and a half million people watching that show. Three and a half million people watching uh, the have and have nots. And, yeah. you know, never got any recognition for anything. AIM got a damn NAACP nomination. What? But, mm-hmm. but, but people love it. For what it is, and when we start mm-hmm. trying to please everybody else and not, and walk away from who we are and what we like and try to bend our stuff to make sure that everybody else like it, the hell with that, Thank man. You. You, go, you go somewhere with that. That's man. right. I Thank you, Ryan. man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I do love you. the fact that you do you and you man, believe in you. yourself. Yeah, and you know oh, who your base no. is. And I've this done dude, all right. I've done no, all right. This dude right here gets <laughs> drunk. I'll right. say. What? He said he's done all right. Yeah. He did pretty good. Yeah. Way past all right, y'all. Yeah. Pick yes. up the trades and do some reading. Yeah. yeah. It's way past all right. Man. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I, oh, I really so can't. I hey, love the theaters right now, guys. Go out and see it. Go see Boo 2. You're going to have a good time. I'm just wondering why Tommy's so quiet. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm, I just like watching you work. I like it because I like no, characters. You, so no, you was up you, there. You weren't even paying attention. What were you on, Twitter, Instagram, something? You yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tyler. Come on, T. You supposed to be helping me promote this movie. Didn't I, didn't I come see your play? What you saying about oh, me? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. make sure you get out and see Boo starring the one and only <laughs> Tyler Perry. You do not want to miss it. I am a huge fan. Can't wait to work with you again, so please don't be see mad at Tommy. me. That's, that's right, that's I... right, because you get more applause than Johnny Gill. <laughs> Man. Oh, it's starting to turn. Man, here you go. Yeah, it's starting to turn. See, Tommy, this is what's called networking. Yes, sir. See, I'm actually texting him a, a text right now. Uh-oh. What's your text what does it say? Tyler, what does it say? Oh, no. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, no, I can't say this, no, I can't say this on the radio. <laughs> nope, can't say that on the radio. Okay, can't I say that you. on the radio. Tyler, you know we love you. We love your yes, work. We, we support everything Man. you do. I mean, you know, we, we just love you. We do. Thank you. Go no uh, get it, man. Yeah, all the time. Anytime you want to promote something, come right here. This is your family. This is your home. Boo home. to a Madea Opening Halloween. week, 75 million, baby. I called it. I called it. I already I'll called it. it. I, 92. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. 92 total. Yeah. I already I'll take called it. it. All day long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I take it. I take it all day long. All Ladies day and gentlemen. Long. God bless y'all, man. Thank you. Medea Holloway. We love you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Perry, get to the theaters today. T.P. Mr. Perry. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump denies offending fallen soldiers' families. Uh, The White House says President Trump was completely respectful in a phone call to one of the grieving military widows. According to the Washington Post, one of the falling soldiers, uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson's mother, said yes, President Trump did disrespect her son during that call. Kawanda Jones-Johnson went on to say that President Trump sarcastically told her son's widow that he must have known what he signed up for. Not to mention that the president never even referred to her son by name. And that is something that reportedly stuck out to his widow, Maisha. She was crying the whole time, Jones Johnson recounts. Uh, And when she hung up the phone, she looked at me and said he didn't even remember his name. That's the hurting part. Of course, Trump has denied it and he said he has proof. And we on this show just want to say to all of the fallen soldiers, offer our condolences to all of the Gold Star families for your loved one's service, for their bravery and for their courage. Thank you for your service. Thank thank you. you. And definitely our sympathies and condolences to the families and the children. I mean, and we still don't know what happened over there in no. uh, Niger. No, no. no. And the president, you know, he's under scrutiny because he started this, politicizing yeah. the death of these fallen soldiers. Mm-hmm. He started it by talking about... President Obama his, and his predecessors. Right, and his predecessors. And, the and the now he's that upset that he's under scrutiny. Obama's name in something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 He just hates Obama. Well, he yeah. has a misunderstanding about a principle of success. He thinks that by making him appear less, it appears to make him Mm -hmm. to be more. And that never works out for you in the long run. But in The Art of a Deal, see when you read his book, The Art of a Deal, that's Mm -hmm. one of the tactics that they use. You have to in some way show your superiority to competitive companies and things like that. Well, he's taken that into the presidency. And so he, that's why he still talks about crooked Hillary, mm-hmm. what Hillary did, the mistakes she made, what Obama did, what the mistakes he made. Because it's to say, even when he makes a mistake, you should be okay with this because look what they did, mm-hmm. which no one gives a damn about that, man, because you, you're you the president now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's time for you to build your own legacy. And destroying Past other people's time. legacies while you're not building a legacy is nothing. See, you want to destroy, repeal, and replace Obamacare, but you want to do it by starting to killing subsidies to low-income people? That will help people, right. Are you kidding me? So you start there? He's not a leader. He's just not Not a leader. He's He's not not a leader. Well, he's not not the great leader that we're used to having and want to have because he's never been a great servant. People who have never served don't make good leaders. Sorry. All right, coming up, uh, we'll close out the show with just one more thing, our last break of the day, and we'll have a very special guest, the one and only comedian Rodney Perry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with our last break of the day with just one more thing. We're going to talk to comedian and actor Rodney Perry. Steve, take it away. Introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we got a special guest joining us now. is one of the great stand-up comedians and actors. He's starring in the new BET movie, uh, digital Lives Matter. Hashtag Digital Lives Matter. That's going to premiere tomorrow, October 21st uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Let's find out about this new project. Please welcome our buddy, my man, Rodney Perry. Rodney of Rodney. the Perry. Rodney. Rodney. What's up, Rodney? Rodney. What's up, man? Hey, man. 
First of all, what's up, man? How y'all doing? Man, we doing good, good man. This championship team here, Rodney. <laughs> man, y'all got y'all running, boy. Y'all y'all to win and got Kevin Durant, H. Jim, and Brown. <laughs> now y'all y'all can't be beat now. <laughs> Tell us about the project, man. Hey, hey, it's called Digital Lives Matter. It's a great movie. It's uh, starring uh, the young kid, DC Young Fly. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, wrote, I mean, directed it. And her company produced it, Terry and uh, I got a chance to come in there, man, and um, and really rock it out and play the dad. I, I'm like, I'm the new dad. I'm I'm about to start saying bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and coordinate. What, what, what is it about, Rodney? Well, it's it's about social media. I mean, it, it's it's kind of a movie for the millennials. It's a lot of these young kids out there. And DC Youngfly is he plays basically plays himself. He's got like mm-hmm. three million followers. Yes, and he he, he wakes up one day and all his followers are gone. And so he he has to figure out how to really connect with people on a real level. And so it's kind of current in that respect. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the type of movie, man. It's funny. It's, it's one of those new classics. I'm glad it's going to be on BET where a lot of people are going to get a chance to see it. Now, our girl, Terry J. Vaughn directed this movie. This is her directorial debut. Uh, what was it like working with Terry, and how was she as a director? I, I, I would love to hear about that. She mean as hell. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Levine. Terry is. Levine. Not our Terry. <laughs> Terry will punch us when we walk on the set. Ah! <laughs> Every day. No, no, you know, you know, Terry's a sweetheart. Yes. And, right. and she directs that way with a kind heart, and mm-hmm. and she takes you along the way, and she's just talented, and she knows her stuff, like. She got some some crazy dope shots in this movie, man, and I was just impressed to be around her, man. She's she's an awesome talent. Oh, okay, yeah. Congratulations to Terry, our girl. Mm-hmm. Steve, you should be very proud of her. She played Levita, Alize Jenkins, on the my Steve girl. Harvey Morning Hell Show. Yeah, that's yeah. my girl, uh-huh. her and Wendy. They always doing something good. Together. I'm trying to find a project for the both of them right now. Okay, oh, nice. All right. mm-hmm. Bring them back. Yeah, I'll bring Sid back with him too. Yeah, a lot of shows are rebooting now. If, if Sid doesn't want to do it, you know, you got a little, I got a little chubby black dude that'll come in there. We said Rodney. Sid don't want to do it. If Sid don't want, I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna try to take a man's job, but if he don't want it. <laughs> hey, hey, Rodney, let me ask you this: You sound really good. You sound like yourself. How are you doing health-wise? Yeah. Yes. Rodney Perry, for anybody that don't know, I had a stroke one year ago, almost to the date. Like, this time last year, I was learning how to walk. So, you know, the short answer, uh, Shirley, is that, man, God is is awesome. And he took took a guy like Rodney Perry, he let me walk over to the edge and look over, and he let me come back. And, uh, I mean, Hmm. I'm I'm blessed. I was dealing with high blood pressure. My blood pressure was 221 over 140 when I went in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so... I changed my life. I changed my eating habits. I changed my diet. My blood pressure is not that high. No, oh, no. What's wrong with you? After you drink I, some tea, it is. I have, I have died. Hold on, Rodney. We got some couple sick people. <laughs> yeah. Pre-existing conditions I'm, on this show. I'm a, I'm a diabetic, and diabetics are known to have high blood pressure. But I changed my right. diet. I stopped eating meat, so mm-hmm. that, that that made a big difference for me. I lost oh, okay. Junior has sickle cell. Yeah, right. yeah. You so know, you know, sweet. chicken. You know, chicken and steak is still meat. No though, chicken. Right? I'm telling you, Rodney. No joke. I want some chicken so bad. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right now, and when and when I go back in on chicken, it's gonna be sad. I might eat a live one. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs>
What you doing? I'm just trying to spit these feathers out. Wow. Well, it's good news, Rodney. I'm glad to hear that, that you're, yes, yeah, that you're yeah. back. Glad, and... glad, to, glad to be heard, man. Y- y'all sound great as usual. The movie Digitalized Mind at Rock this weekend on BET Saturday. Uh, it's going to be crazy, 8 o'clock. So, Rodney, let me ask you, man, how would you, yes, on a percentage-wise, how would you describe your recovery? And that's a great question, Steve. I'm at like 90, 97%. Oh, I'm okay, not so quite... you could get back in the choir. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I would. Like I would. I wouldn't. Strokes. I don't like when they have strokes and they come back too early. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no, it's hard to get back in the choir because you throw the sway off. <laughs> so you can't go all the way over to the left side. I'm just checking. I off for a couple months, I'll be honest. But uh-huh. I got my sway back. And, you know, you, you it, there's a lot of things that you recover. First of all, you have a lot of fatigue, post-stroke, and stuff like that. So I'm doing great, man. If to look at me, you can't tell I had a stroke. My man, I come on, it. Rodney. That's why I say 98%, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rodney, that's that God you serve. Yes, right. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. That's what that is. Yes, sir. And right. I'm back on stage telling these jokes. I got 20 minutes of good hot stroke material. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm glad to know you back because if you hadn't come back, I was going to use all that stuff. <laughs> I was going to take all that. All you that comedian. Yeah. yeah, man, your joke was gone. It was gone. That's why I'm closing the show. <laughs> Digital Lives Matter It will premiere tomorrow, October 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern. On BET, starring Rodney Perry. Thank you, Rodney. Uh, we love, love you. Y'all. y'all be good. Later, man. Uh, hey, y'all. It's that time. Mm-hmm. Folks, have yourself an absolutely wonderful weekend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, baby. It's Finally, it's here. <laughs> Turn your volume up if you're with me, please. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.